All right, all right. Here we are yet again with another English and Coffee. <clears throat> Today is Saturday. Time's about 1.38 in the afternoon. Just finished polishing off some uh, McDonald's. I decided to go ahead and polish it off, finish my coffee with you guys, because someone, not going to mention anyone specific, but someone said it was Niprilichna. You know, but we're not going to talk about that. <laughs> but anyway, uh, I think today we're going to talk about uh, the great escape. Are you planning your escape? I consider the great escape to be what people consider as their, their moment when they break away from the chains that are holding them in their situation, whether it's a bad job, whether it's a bad marriage, or just something holding you back, keeping you from being all you want to be. So today we're going to call this the great escape, and let's dive in. Поехали. So let me give you some of the background scene that we're sitting in right now. We're sitting in the parking lot of um, some little plaza. Here in America, they have a whole bunch of these plazas where you have little shopping centers. So you got places like Dollar Tree, Pizza Hut, little fitness centers next to McDonald's over here by the grocery store. Just these little areas. It's like the same little setup everywhere you go. Every 25 miles, you see this little setup, a little shopping mall or something where you can purchase things. So at first, originally, I was sitting over there in the McDonald's parking lot, but it was just too crowded. I mean, people kept pulling up to the left, people kept pulling up to the right. People want to get out talking and stuff, and I don't like anybody in my mouth when I'm talking, trying to record my thing. Right now, I have people in my mouth, but they're driving by. You know, they're going to buy about 25, 30 miles an hour, some of them 40 miles an hour speeding, but, you know, it's neither here nor there. But I just wanted to give you some of the scene. I got a couple of trees in front of me, a little greenery, you know, cut grass, yellow lines in the road, the streets. Maybe you can hear the cars passing. I don't know. But here we are going to <clears throat> talk about the great escape. So what is the great escape? What would you consider to be something that's holding you back from being all you can be? Something that's keeping you bound to your job, maybe keeping you bound to a bad relationship, maybe keeping you bound to just some course of study that you're not even really interested in. Maybe you've started off on a journey and you're like, it's too late to go back, or you think it's too late to go back, but it's actually not too late to go back, so you still have time to course correct in motion, but you just don't know what to do or even have the courage to do it. I'm finishing off this McCafe, so if you hear me take a couple pauses, I'm taking a few sips here, I'm down to the bottom, but it's all good. But anyway, what would you say is keeping you from being all you can be? So that's a big question for you. I'll start with myself. Uh, I would say the job I have, I mean, I, I do it. It's what I'm good at. I've been doing work like this for 19 years, but it's really not my ultimate goal. It's like not where I want to just hang my hat, rest my hat. So I'm just kind of, you know, maintaining, maintaining, uh, keep doing the same thing. I tried to break away from this career field once before, but it's tough to do when all your experience is in one field. I mean, you could start somewhere else and make some entry-level pay, but that's just not feasible. You know, for somebody like me, I mean, I'm making a pretty good salary. I'm not going to go into the details, but I'm making a pretty good salary. So, I mean, it's just based on my experience. Any door I walk in, I'll be making a good coin. Uh, but if I start, you know, from scratch or something like that or get into some retail, I mean, I have a little experience in retail. Without tying in my current work experience, it would be hard for me to make the amount of money that I'm making now. 
Uh, but I am trying a couple different things. I mean, I don't know if I've mentioned before, I'm sure I have on this website, that I have two websites that I've built before, a third website. I'm doing this podcast. I wrote a book. I'm thinking about writing some more books pertaining to this podcast. And eventually I'm going to launch the uh, website so you guys can go on there and um, maybe purchase a few of those things or just read some of these transcripts. I already have a subscription with MailChimp. Ben had it. I already have some um, stuff in the, uh, the drip feed. Uh, but I just haven't created anything for this this podcast yet to go along with it. Be a good accompaniment, I believe, for some folks out there that are struggling to grasp some of the words, some of the colloquial expressions and idioms I use as I talk. But um, that's going to be in the in the pipeline. Uh, but again, like I said, it takes time. Um, it takes time and energy. But I mean, anything worth having, anything worth doing, is worth putting in the time. I mean, you put in the time now so that later you can live like no one else. I'm taking a quote from uh, Dave Ramsey. Dave Ramsey is an excellent um, budget uh, podcaster, um, financial guru. This guy's uh, had millions, lost millions, you know, went bankrupt and got it again. So this guy knows the secret to money. I mean, I followed his advice, advice before, and I was able to... I guess get out of debt. I wasn't like deep in the debt, but we're talking maybe under $10,000. I was able to take care of that gradually by following his steps. It's really simple. He has something called the debt snowball. So what you do basically, we'll just take three bills. Let's say you have three bills, right? First bill is about $1,500. Second bill is about $600. Maybe the third bill is, I don't know, $320. Okay, so what you do is you make your monthly payments, right? So the, the bank might tell you on the 1000 or the $1,500 bill that you might have to pay $225. Okay, that's the minimum payment, but you're still going to get the finance charges, right? And then the other bill, you know, they'll give you a little a little thing like that. But so the whole thing is these companies, you know, they give you the money, they give you the credit so that over time you pay like three, four times the amount. And then if you miss a payment, you know, it would just double. So with the debt snowball, what you do is you pay the minimum payment on all but the largest bill. So on the $1,500 bill, instead of paying $225, you would pay $500 and pay $50 on the $300 bill or the $320 bill. And then, um, you know, a little more on the, on the second one. Then once you finish the top bill, after you pay that off, then the original money that you were paying on it, so let's say the payment was already 225 and you were paying 500 you take that 500 and roll it over to the next bill. You know, roll it over to the next bill with the other thing. So now you're paying like $700 on a little $600 something bill, right? So it's done, knock that out. Then you take that over, you roll it over to the next one and you knock that out. So, so on and so forth. If you want to know more about how that works, I could, I could record a, a podcast about budgeting. Uh, just to let you guys know a little insight on that on how you can get your finances right because sad to say but the world we live in I mean money makes the world go around I mean with money you can do a little more without money is not a lot you can do I'm not going to say you can do everything with money but it does help you know money is not wealth uh, wealth is what's what's inside of the person you know holding the money uh, do they have a rich family not riches in money but riches in quality of relationship, which in, rich in character, rich in time spent. Time is the most uh, expensive resource that we have, but you can't get it back. So once you spend it, it never comes back. So that's where you want to put your investment in, spending your time with quality people doing quality things, things that are meaningful. So when you look back, you say, what did I accomplish? Well, yeah, okay, well, you won or you made $15 billion, but your, your mom 
you know, sitting there lonely at home or your relationship, your marriage, or your kids are struggling and they had to grow up without you. No, you want to be there for your family. You want to be there for things that are important to you. And family's not important to you, okay, maybe it's your dog, maybe it's your activities, but do things that are meaningful. So, as I was saying with my escape, I want to make sure that I set myself up in a situation to where I can leave my job. I feel that once I leave my job, the world will open up. I love to fish. I love to help people. But I don't necessarily want to help people from 8 to 5. I want to help people on my own time, um, doing things that I enjoy, creating content, creating products, giving information that I feel is valuable, not just what other people think is valuable. You know, you go to work and they're like, okay, well, you need to make this plan and create this and do this and help this person. Okay, you know, I mean, I could do that, right? But I don't need them to tell me to do that. So you want to be self-sustaining in a situation where you can create your own tools, products, services, and sell them to people as you see fit. You want to make more money, then you sell more products. Um, I've studied a lot of business, listened to a lot of podcasts, uh, read a lot of blogs, a lot of material. And see, in today's age, you don't necessarily have to go to school to learn business. You don't have to go to school to learn podcasting. You don't have to learn go to school to learn another language. I mean... With the internet, you have the world at your fingertips. You can do anything you want. So decide what you want to do and do it. So let's try to get into a little bit of the planning on how to break away from the situation. I'll give you guys a couple scenarios and we'll go from there. So let's take a short break. Man, that was a good McCafe or McFrap or whatever you want to call it. But anyway, <coughs> as I was saying, excuse me, as I was saying, okay, so let's take, let's take somebody who's in a relationship. Let's say a woman's in a marriage. Okay, she's in her mid-40s. Let's say she's mid-40s, so she's past her glory years as far as her looks, you know. Maybe she was an attractive woman, and I mean, she's 40-something years old, so there's a little wear and tear, you know, a couple miles on the car. She's not as crisp as she was back in the day, but she still has some life left. But she's in a marriage with a man that she doesn't love. I mean, they've been together so long, she doesn't even have to ask him what he wants to eat for, di eat for dinner. Everything's so predictable. It's just very mundane. She's already tried to save the relationship. She's tried to respark it. But maybe he stepped out on her. Maybe, maybe the kids have grown up and have left. Or maybe he even died and she's just stuck in a rut. She's just still stuck in that housewife, 45, 46 you know, not working, living on pension, or living off uh, benefits from his death, whatever the situation, but she needs to break it, she needs to change, because if she doesn't, she's just going to contain, that's the one thing, if you continue doing exactly what you're doing right now, you're going to get the same results you're getting right now, right, I'm not talking something you just started, like if you just started English today, no, keep doing what you're doing, progress, and then you have to change, but you have to adjust with the times, you have to adjust with the changes, you can't you know, what, what got you to this point isn't going to get you to the next point. So let's say, what, you're 25, 30 years old now. Okay, you had enough knowledge to get you to this point, but to get to 45, 46, you're going to have to do a lot more. So this lady is basically going to have to take account, take stock of what she has, the skills that she has, realign her goals, and find out which direction she wants to move in. That's one of the reasons they always talk about doing goals. People, people don't make enough goals. You don't make enough goals, you're just treading water. You're not moving anywhere. You have to have a map. That'd be like if you were to sit here and say, okay, you live in North Carolina, I mean, I'm using the States or Texas or Arkansas, and you want to get to New York. Okay, is it possible to drive to New York? Yes, it is. But how will you get there? 
you have to follow the roads. You have to follow a map. There's no way to get there. Now, somebody could tell you, okay, you're going to get on 35, 38, 42. Okay, you could do that and follow that. Well, that will be reaching out and connecting with other people and getting information. You could study how to get there, or you could find your own way. You could just drive until the road ends. Eventually, you may get there. Eventually, you may not. It all depends. You might blow a tire along the way, get in an accident. No one's going to say, I mean, no one can say how long we're going to be here. But the thing is, you want to be moving in the direction that you want to be versus moving in the direction that someone else wants you to be. See, that's not living. That's, that's not living when you're doing things that you don't want to do. You know, there are people that wake up every day living the life that they want to live. They're waking up, spending time with their wife, spending time with their kids pursuing their hobbies, pursuing their passion, art. You know, there's somebody right now waking up doing a sculpture. You know, they're just doing a sculpture, drinking tea, you know, maybe eating a, a little bagel or something. They're going to do a sculpture, and then maybe about the middle of the day, they're going to go for a little run, go for a little jog, and the day they come back, work on the sculpture a little more, cook a nice dinner, go to sleep, wake up, do it again tomorrow. There are people with the means to do that, the people with the option to do that. Most of the time they have that financial stability. They have that nest egg or something where their income or life uh, is not dependent on how many hours they trade in the day for money, for currency. So you want to get to that spot where you're financially independent or you have the means to make money at your will. See, everybody out here knows how to make money, but everybody out here doesn't know that they know how to make money. Think about it. So let's say you work at McDonald's. Since I just went there and bought something, let's, let's take McDonald's for example. So all those kids in there, right? All those people in there are making Frosties or McFrabs, they're making burgers, they're making cheeseburgers. Now, do they need McDonald's to tell them that they can make burgers? No, they don't. Do they need McDonald's to tell them, hey, you can make fries and sell them? No, they don't. So while they're working there, they're learning the business model. <clears throat> so what's to stop them from going out making their own restaurant or just making their own food, get the licenses and everything and selling food from the home. Because they don't have enough motivation to do it, enough drive. They like the idea, but they don't want it bad enough to do something about it. So they're gonna continue working the dead-end job, right? Until they get fired or another dead-end job comes up. So if you want to get to the next level, you have to make a plan to get to the next level. You're not just gonna wake up on the next level. It doesn't happen. For some people, it might happen, but then they don't have all the pieces. You know, somebody might go out there and play the lottery, you know, and, and win 15 gajillion dollars. Okay, yeah, but at the same time, you, you miss a lot in the process. There's a difference between earning the money, learning how to earn the money, and then winning the money. You win the money quickly, you can lose it quicker. But if you gradually have that steady progression towards a goal you want, whether it's a relationship or a job or... Like I said, even financial means, <clears throat> then, you, then you learn a lot more. You get a lot more out of that lesson, and you can replicate it. See, replication is something that people teach to other people as well. Once you do something, you experience some, you know, tough ordeal, and you get through it. You write a book about it, and you sell the information. You break it down in tips. Think about it. How many women out there listening have had a child? Right? So you've been pregnant. So you know all about the ins and outs of pregnancy, especially if you've got two, three, four, five, six, you know, some of these ladies, you know, are just like uh, interesting individuals that have a lot of kids. Let's say that, right? But here's the thing. You're experienced in childbirth, you know, childcare. You know about 
what it's going to feel like, what to say to the doctor, what questions to ask, what medical concerns you should have, what to eat, what nutrition. I mean, you learn all that self-experience. Have you written a book about it? Have you written how to have a baby safely or how to have a baby at home or how to have a baby in a moving car, something crazy, whatever your experience is, you have insight that other people don't. You don't have to know everything. You just have to know more than the next person. Just like right now, we're listening to this podcast, right? Am I an expert on English? Some would say. Am I a specialist in English? Some would say. Especially somebody that doesn't know English or wants to learn English. Fishing, same thing. Am I an expert at fishing? Would I call my, uh, myself an expert? In my, yeah, in my opinion, yeah, I'm an expert at fishing. <laughs> I, know, I know exactly what I'm doing, but there are some techniques that I don't know. And there's a few areas, a few gray areas where I'm still learning and improving. That's what keeps me trying new techniques, buying new lures, trying different methods, right? But here's the thing. <clears throat> Whatever you want to do, you know, in life, you have to make a plan. You have to decide where your escape is going to happen. It doesn't just happen. When you read about people that are just successful, you read about the woman who had this horrible string of relationships and all of a sudden she's found herself in a good quality relationship. She's got a guy that cares about her. Or she's mended her relationship with her mother or some boy who finished college. You know, he, everybody thought he was gonna fail. Maybe he went to jail, dropped out. You know, got shot, went to the hospital, went back. You know the movies and the stories, how they do it to make these little sagas or whatever and then the hero you know at the end comes out on top but the whole thing is it didn't happen overnight it happens with persistence it happens with somebody's unrelenting dream to never give up somebody's just unwiltering you know persistence where they're just hard nosed to the ground no matter what they're going to make it happen like 50 cents said get rich or die trying right it's not always about money but the principles apply so think on that i'm gonna take one more break and then we'll wrap it up. So as I prepare to depart from the microphone, right? As I prepare to depart from the microphone, I want to leave you guys with a little something here. I want to leave you guys with a little something. Let me see what that little something's going to be. I want to say, you can't control the actions of others, but you can control your actions and how you respond to different things. There's a million things going on around you that affect you. They impact your world. And there's only so many decisions you can make that'll counteract these things. Some things you can change, some things you can't. If you go against the grain, you'll have a harder road. Sometimes it'll yield bigger results. If you go with the flow, then it's the path of less resistance and you may get to your destination or you may not but the main thing is don't anguish over things that are out of your control if you're somebody sitting there right now and you got 25 to life facing you because you actually killed somebody then um, you got to deal with the consequences so you could sit there and cry about it and worry about it or you could say you know what I'm a man up or woman up face my responsibilities right accept it you know because you don't want to get in that headspace where you just get depressed. So you can go into it with your head held high. You can walk into any situation, whether it's somebody, you know, got to go home. You know, you, maybe you messed up. Maybe you messed up. Maybe you're a woman out there, right? And uh, you, you thought you were just going to have a drink with a coworker, 
It ended up being a little more than a drink. Maybe you had a kiss or something like that, right? You get home, you want to talk about it, and you're just dreading the whole of it. It happened, right? So you can go home, lie about it, have more grief, and that grief will start turning into arguments, and those arguments will rip your relationship apart. You go home and you be honest. You say, this is what happened. You face the consequences. Because, see, the thing is, the quicker you go ahead and address that issue, the quicker you can move on. The longer you don't, the more it builds. The lie becomes bigger. The situation becomes more of a struggle. But live your life, prosper, set goals, and find your escape. On that, I'm out.